Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is Make It Kind. because we worship a God of justice. We thank you, O God, that we roll down through the tunnel of your sacred word. It is the history of struggle. It is a history of the pursuit of that which is right and just in your sight. We, O God, ask that you anoint each one of these brothers that we might be able to not only stand up, but we will be locked up in a way to demonstrate how just this cause is to this country. Bless us, keep us, and oh God, if there is anyone around us uh, who is not here for this cause, identify him to us. Amen. So as I said, we are here on this Brothers Day of Action in order to make our voices heard on the issue of voting rights. We all know the situation. We all know what it is that we're facing. We know that we've seen the largest attack on voting rights in this country ever since, not, not since the 50s, not since the 60s, but since the Civil War and Reconstruction. It's been that long since we've seen this level of attack 
against our voting rights. We got people who are trying to turn the clock back. And that's why we say, and we don't mean it, it's not hyperbole, it's not exaggeration. When we say that we're looking at Jim Crow 2.0, we mean that. Yes. But also what we mean is when we say we're not going back, we mean that too. That's right. right. And so I'm not going to take up a lot of time because we got a lot of strong brothers out here. And we want to thank our sisters that kicked us off last week. We yeah. want to give it up for sisters like Melanie yeah. Campbell, yeah. right, from the National yeah. Coalition on Black Civic Participation. Right. Sisters like my dear friend, Sister Conrad and Warrior Latasha Brown. That's right. Sisters right. like right. the CBC chair, uh, Beatty, Beatty, who came out last week and got arrested, a member of Congress right. getting arrested right. because it's not just enough that they have legislated for our voting rights. It's not just enough that they voted for our voting rights, but they are out here fighting and advocating for our voting rights. So we want to give it up to the, the sisters that led the way last week. That's but right. we're here to say, brothers got something to say. Right. Right. And we're here to say that brothers are out here supporting sisters and brothers out here taking action for our voting rights. Because there might come a day, y'all, where, where, where brothers don't step up and stand up for our voting and our civil and our human rights. That day may come, but guess what? Today is not that day. There may be a day where we have elected officials who just stand to the side and they don't come here and lock arms with us and walk with us. That day may come where we have elected officials that don't really represent the people. But guess what? Today is not that day. There may come a day where we let them take us back and we don't put up any kind of a fight and we don't say any kind of a word and we let one or two senators or, or whatever it is, whatever caucus stand in the way of our human rights. That day may come, but guess what? Today is not that day. And so we are here to say brothers are taking action. And so we are here to say that we want our voting rights now, not later on, not next year. Not next month, we want our voting rights now. now. Yes, sir. We are all out here as organizers, we are all out here as, as human beings, we are all out here as people that are demanding what we deserve and what we've been fighting for ever since we set foot on the shores of this That's country. Right. And so I'm so glad to be able to turn it over. I'm going to turn it over to this brother. Let me say this, when I put the call out, a lot of brothers responded, but I'm going to say this, before I even got the call out, this brother was already tweeting about it and trying to organize some other folks to get out here. So I'm going to turn it over to my dear friend and brother, Wes Bellman. Let's give it up for brother Cliff Albright, co-founder and executive director for Black Voters Matter. Let's give him a round of applause, please. Outstanding work. My name is Dr. Wes Bellamy. I currently serve as the national co-chairman of Our Black Party, and I'm the former vice mayor of Charlottesville, Virginia. I'll just say, as a former elected official, when I looked and while I was serving as vice mayor in Charlottesville, I'll never forget August 12, 2017. It was a day in which we saw white supremacists come down on my city, try to make their point known, and they were very candid and clear in which they were there to take back what was theirs. And I always think about following up that event, what transpired right here just a couple of blocks up on January 6th where you had a group of individuals, insurrectionists, people who proclaimed to be patriots, individuals who thought that they were fighting for what was theirs and taking back what was theirs. Yes, and then following that up, we have individuals in the legislature who are very bold and candid in their deliberate actions to take away voting rights because they believe inevitably that those responsibilities and those voting rights are for them and not us. But as Brother Cliff said, not today. Not today. Brothers will step up, not tomorrow, not next week, not next month, but today. And today, we are making our voices heard. Now, last week, as Brother Albright said, it was very clear where the sisters stood. Yeah. Right over in that building, That's right. we had a, a, a multitude of people 
black women from a wide variety of different organizations, from affiliations, from you name it, all across the country, serving and standing about how it was not only their time to lead, but they were going to do what they always do as black women, stand up and speak up for us. We didn't have a lot of brothers there that day, but today you see who's standing behind us. And on this day today, it won't just be the sisters who are speaking up, it won't just be the sisters who are taking the arrows, if you will, but the brothers have something to say, as Brother Albright said. Today, our brothers are making a very bold proclamation as we often do, and it may not be seen often, it may not be seen on the national headway or headlines, it may not always be in the media, but brothers do stand up. Brothers do speak up. Brothers do have each other's back. And when we see someone like the Honorable Sheila Jackson Lee fighting and sacrificing for us, we say that we got her back. But more importantly, for the young men, my mentees, our sons, our grandchildren, our nephews, our uh, individuals who are in college, Dante, Daquan, Darius, Romello, right. Wesley, and everyone else. Right. We say, little brother, we got your back. We got your back. Your voting rights are important to us. Your existence as a human being is important to us. And we are going to do any and everything that we can to ensure that you are not only represented, but you are protected and you are respected. So I'll say this in closing as I turn it back over to Brother Albright. Regardless of what individuals may think about black men, what you see today, alphas, kappas, omegas, 100 black men, civic organizations, light skin, dark skin, tall, short, big, small. We got something to say. We're going to stand up and we're going to demand to get what is ours. Come hell or high water, we're willing to go through the clean mud, the muddy mud, the clean water, the dirty water, whatever it takes for us to get what we deserve, we're going to get it. Younger, old, bigger, tall, short, and fall. Those voting rights, they're going to be ours. Let's go, brother. Let's go fight. More MIP after this message. All right. Y'all give it up again for my brother, Wes Bellamy. All Keep this moving. You know, we got folks here from different states, and one of the states y'all may have heard, y'all may have heard that there's a state called Texas. Yeah. They say they do everything they do in Texas, they do it bigger in Texas, yeah. right? Right. And so, you know, some folks in Texas, some 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 representatives decided a week and a half ago that they weren't just going to stand still in the face of the voter suppression that they were trying to pass in that state, and they decided that they were going to leave, that they were going to break corn, that they were going to come here, not to vacation, not to go look at the monuments, but to come here and work, yeah. and to come here and, and, and push our cause, and so I'm so pleased and honored to have some of them here today. I'm going to turn it over to Representative Ron Reynolds, who's the Vice President of the Black uh, Caucus, the, yeah. the Texas Legislative Black Caucus. Thank you, Cliff, and Black Voters Matter. It is my pleasure and privilege to stand here behind some powerful black men and and some sisters. Thank you, Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee and others. Uh, Last week, as was stated, I was proud to be there with our sisters in solidarity at the United Methodist Building, and the sisters have been phenomenal. But you know what? I was disappointed because I hadn't heard as much as I want to hear from from the brothers. But guess what? We responded to that call of action, and here we are. We're saying not on our watch will we allow this United States government and Republican leadership to turn us back to dark days in our country. You know, there was a time in this country where voter suppression was, was the norm. Jim Crow was the norm. And we have standing on the shoulders of those who paved the way so that we didn't have that 
so that black folks could vote freely, right? Without poll taxes and literacy tests and barriers. And here we are in 2021, having to re-litigate, having to revisit a pivotal moment in our country when the Voting Rights Act of 1965 was signed into law. Here we are having to revisit the fact that black folks are a part of this country. You know, we are here standing on the shoulders of people like John Lewis who made good trouble. And it wasn't just him and Dr. Martin Luther King and A. Philip Randolph and Megger Evers and W.B.E. Du Bois, Frederick Douglass. I could go on and on and on, but we have some strong brothers that have stood the test of time. And here we are speaking truth to power. That's right. Here we are living up to the scripture found in Proverbs 31, 8, 9 that mm. says to speak out mm. for the one who cannot speak, Come for on. the rights of those who are doomed. Mm. Speak right. out, judge fairly, and defend the rights of oppressed and needy people. And I will submit to you right. in my closing remarks that Dr. King said it best, that the ultimate measure of a man mm. is not where he stands during times of comfort and convenience, right. but doing times of challenge yeah. and right. controversy. Right. And we're in those times in the United States mm. where you have Republicans, and I'm just being real, right. it is Republicans in Texas that are living out the big lie. Mm. They're perpetuating the big lie of voter fraud, and the election was stolen because people were voting illegally. But that wasn't the case. It was the case that there was a record turnout. Many folks, black and brown, and people of all over came out and duly elected Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. And here we are saying, not on our watch will you allow us to roll the clock back. And so we're taking a stand from Texas to Georgia to Arizona to Florida to New Mexico to all over the United States of America, demanding that they end the filibuster, as Whip Clyburn said, carve it out for reconciliation so that they can pass H.R. 1, the For the People Act, right, and we want it. to have them pass H.R. 4, the John Lewis Voting Advancement Act. That's it. That's that right. is what we're demanding today. Right. Frederick Douglass said it, power can seize nothing That's without a demand. demand. It never right. has and it, it never, never will. will. And right. we demand the full voting rights for Americans. Thank you. And remember that voting, if we, if we allow this to happen in our country, so goes America, because voting is the bedrock of our democracy. It is what mm. makes America, America. It is more American than apple pie and mm. baseball. Mm. Voting is the foundation of this country. So we will not go back. And thank you, brothers. United we stand, divided we fall. God bless you. All right, all right, all right. Give it up, give it up. All right, we're going to keep the Texas theme going. We're going to turn it over to another representative from the State House in Texas, Representative Jarvis Johnson. Then we're going to hear from our two U.S. Congress folks that are here from Texas. Um, and so I've turned it over to, let me tell you, this brother gave us a story last night that moved me to tears. I'm not ashamed to say it. And so I, I, I hope he shares some of those words today. But whatever he shares, I know is going to be powerful. My brother, Representative Jarvis Johnson. All right. All right. Yeah. Let me thank uh, Brother Cliff and, and certainly hard to follow up. Uh, State Representative Reverend Ron Reynolds, <laughs> Reverend without a church, but it's going to be coming soon. I stand before you today, I'm Jarvis Johnson, State Representative of District 139. Uh, I stand before you today as an unapologetic black man yes. All right. That's right. and an American. That's right. That's right. The fact that when black men in America decide to use their civil liberties mm -hmm. by using the freedom that we have to, to protest 
peacefully. All right. We're called un-American. Mm. Colin Kaepernick took a knee. Mm. He was the most un-American person in this Maybe. entire country. Mm. All right. But when the insurrectionists defecated on the nation's capital, they were called patriots. Mm. Well, we got to change that narrative. We as black men are standing before you unapologetic, but we're demanding our place in this country. That's right. We left from Texas because of hateful, harmful, divisive legislation that wanted to take away simply our ability to vote. And if you don't have an ability to vote, you don't have the opportunity to have representation that looks like you. And that's called taxation without representation. Right. And we won't be taxed any longer. The governor said that he was going to send out a clarion call to pick us up, corral us, and take us back to the Capitol like animals. Mm. I'm not your animal. Mm. I'm a free man in America, and I demand my freedom. That's right. But the fact that I have to be concerned with what the governor said, because there are so many people that hang, that hang on words of a governor and a Donald Trump, because the Republican Party is no longer a Republican Party. It's the party of Trump. Right. And you have Abbott who wants to be just like Trump. Mm. And he said that he was going to corral us. Mm. My son drives my car, and I have state plates on my car. And the fact that I'm concerned that in America in 2021 that I told my son, you can't go out, you can't go to work mm. because he carries my name and he mm. has drives my car with state plates. Mm. Because there's some individual that may be out there that may decide, I heard the governor said that you need to be brought to justice and try to take my son. That's and we right. know in America, yeah. black men and cops don't mix too well. Right. And so I can, I'm concerned for my son mm. in 2021. Mm. And I say to all of my colleagues, it must be great to wake up every single day and not have to worry about being killed. It must be great to have to worry, not have to worry about just living, just simply voting. And that's where we are here today. As a Texas uh, Republican, a black Republican, a part of the Texas Legislative Black Caucus, we broke quorum to stop that hateful, harmful legislation. And we're going to break quorum again until the governor quits because there's no quitting in us because I stand on the shoulders of giants. I stand on the shoulders of those that came before me that simply for the right to vote. And I will not stand by and allow any administration to take away my ability to vote. And we stand strong and we stand in unity. Thank you. More MIP after this message. I'm gonna turn this over to first Representative Al Green, um, and then we'll turn it over to the incredible, we're so glad she was able to join us today, Representative Sheila Jackson Lee. We may have to slide in there in the, in the interest of- I'm ready. You, you okay? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you. Uh, All right, he ready to go. Y'all give it up, Representative Al Green from the great state of Texas. Thank you, thank you. Uh, let's, let's just start with this. Uh, Reverend, 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 Albright is all right. Can we hear it from him, please? Right now. Yeah, all right, all right. All right. And uh, I just want to make the record perspicuously clear. Uh, Brother Johnson is not a Republican. No, no. Just let's hear it for him, please, because he is a Democrat as anybody here. All right. All right. Let's get that. Thank you, Al. Yeah. It was just a slip. Do you want to come back? I stand before you as an unapologetic. Black Democrat <laughs> in this republic. Amen to that. Listen, let's let's get to the root cause of the root cause. The root cause of the root cause has been a weaponized 
means of politics imposed upon us by a racist president. Mm, yes, Donald Trump weaponized racism, yes. bigotry, Islamophobia, homophobia, anti-Semitism, all of the various invidious anti-racist comments you can think of, he is involved, involved with them. Donald Trump caused the insurrection that took place on January 6th. That's right. That's right. If you don't think that was rooted in racism, you didn't see the rebel flag. Mm -hmm. If you don't think that was rooted in racism, you didn't see the noose. Mm -hmm. You didn't see the gallows. That's if right. you don't think that was rooted in racism, you didn't hear the comments that were made. Mm -hmm. This was an insurrection based upon weaponized hate. Mm -hmm. And we are here today to stand against the hate that's been perpetrated by a racist president who intends to run for office again, but we're going to be there to stop him. Right. He's not coming back on our watch. I am honored to be here with other members of Congress, uh, the Honorable Emmanuel Cleaver, whom you've heard. We're also here with the Honorable Hank Johnson, whom you will hear, I'm sure, and the Honorable Sheila Jackson Lee, who is also here as well. My closing comments are these. I was asked to be brief. I promise to be brief. I will be pithy and concise, terse and laconic. Here are my brief comments. This is a day that is a seminal moment in time. This is a day that can impact the rest of time. This is a day for us to take the stand that Dr. King took. Take the stand that Malcolm X took. Take the stand that will let those who look through the vista of time know that when they see this time, there were black men who refused to kneel. Black men who said, we will stand with our women and we will take back all of the rights that you tried to take. And we're going to claim the future, a future wherein we will have free and fair elections everywhere in this country, and that includes Texas. Don't mind, Congresswoman. Um, in the interest of time, I know Representative Bowman has a has a hard stop, and so uh, we'll just we'll come back to to this great state of Texas. But it's it's my honor to bring up somebody. Now I'm, I'm, I live in Atlanta. I'm based in Atlanta, but I grew up in the Bronx, and so it's my honor to bring out uh, what I'm I'm from now on affectionately calling my Congressperson, uh, the place where my family still lives in in, in the great state of New York, in, in the city of of the BX. Um, Representative Jamal Bowman. Peace and love, everyone. Peace right. and love, brothers. It's such an honor and privilege to stand here with you today. Uh, my name is Jamal Bowman. I represent the 16th District of New York, which covers the Bronx and Westchester County. I'm the first African-American to hold this seat in our nation's history. And right. I say All that right. because... Yes. I say that because now I am a member of Congress. I work in Congress. It's my place of business. And I have to say... Being here for seven months now, it is clear to me that I work in an institution of white supremacy. Mm -hmm. And when I say I work in an institution of white supremacy, I'm not just talking about the House, I'm talking about the Senate as well. Mm -hmm. And these are individuals who will not claim outwardly that they are racist. Mm -hmm. But there is an implicit, unconscious racism and bias that lives mm -hmm. in the policy in which mm -hmm. we write, we fight for, and that we pass. And it's reflective in our budgets as well. When I look at the money and how it's invested in black and brown communities and black and brown rights and voting rights and historically redlined communities, it's peanuts compared to what we invest in our military industrial complex, our prison industrial complex, and parts of the world that are not black and brown. So as we stand here today as black men fighting for 
voting rights. We are not just fighting for voting rights. We are fighting to pass the George Floyd Justice and well, Policing Act right, as well. Right, right, right. But we also need to bring Ayanna Presley's People Justice Guarantee to the floor for a vote. Mm. We need to bring H.R. 40 to the floor for right, a vote. Yeah, right, we need yeah, to bring yeah. the Breathe Act to the floor for a vote. And the House has done much of its work to pass some of these pieces of legislation. Mm. But they sit in the House of the Senate. Focus. Right. Not moving at all. That's right. Why? Because of the racist Jim Crowley called the filibuster. Right. Uh -huh. right. And as we come together as black people, black women, black men here today and across the country, we have to demand from the White House, from the House and from the Senate, racial equity and racial justice. It's yes, not sir. just about the president giving a speech on racial equity mm -hmm. or, or, or writing a press release saying he's for racial equity. Mm -hmm. It's about your policies. It's about your advocacy. It's about your budget. Right. So we are calling on the president to be a leader for racial justice and equity so that S-1 passes the Senate, so that S-4 right. passes the Senate, right. so that the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act passes the Senate, right. and so that we can really evolve into the multiracial democracy that we are, mm. that we are. And the brothers that we are with today, this is just the start of something special. Yeah. Yeah. This right. is the Later. beginning. We are going to continue to do this here in D.C. and across the country right. because we need for, for this institution of white supremacy to hear from us each and every day. Mm -hmm. And as we do right. this, right. other brothers, fathers, uncles, grandfathers, sons, nephews are going to stand up That's and right. rise with us right. across this country. All right now. Right. And if you do not happen to be black, but you are an ally and a co-conspirator. Mm. Conspirator, come with us. Come with All right. That's right. Follow us That's as right. we transform our nation into what we are capable of being. Right. And be our true, beautiful, mm. magnificent, excellent selves. Mm. Peace and love to you. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. How y'all feeling? Right. How y'all feeling? Fired up. Fired up. Fired up. All right. I'm going to turn it over. since. Since the, the, the piece of legislation, HR 40's name was invoked, That's right. I think it's very I think it's perfect that we now bring up our leader, our motivation, um, the incredible Representative Sheila Jackson Lee. Honored, honored, honored to be able to be yielded to by the giants of our people. Dr. Martin Luther King passed by an older black woman during the Montgomery bus boycott, and she was walking and walking and walking. And he asked her, sister, are you tired? And she said, my feet is tired, but my soul is rested. That's right. When I stand among the giants, historical giants, Rashad, of this nation, black men, my feet are tired, but my soul is rested. That's right. I'm honored by my colleagues, Congressman Johnson and Bowman, Carter and Green and Cleaver and others. I'm honored by State Representatives uh, Jarvis Johnson and Ron Reynolds. I'm honored by Brother Allwright. I'm honored by Sister Latasha. I'm honored by Black Voters Matter. Yeah. I'm honored by the array of sororities and kings and queens uh, and fraternities and 100 black men that I literally grew up on and elders who are here and names of brothers like this brother right here <laughs> who gave me a massive statement. Let me say that before, as we stand on hollow ground, right. 
hollow ground because great things did happen in a Supreme Court that understood that it represented the people of this nation, uh, not the vile interests of segregation and viciousness. And when Thurgood Marshall walked up those steps, what preceded him was the blood of our people. The blood on the Edmund Pettus Bridge, the blood of civil rights leaders, yet unknown, buried, didn't know them. Maybe we knew about the Mississippi boys and others, but there were those who never showed up again. The black man that you see here took the brunt of slavery. They were whipped the most. They fell to the ground to most. Why? Because most of them were in the posture of defending their people, their, uh, their, their wife, as they were called, husband and wife, no names, their children. So we have history in this nation. Oh yeah. We're not Johnny come lately. No, no, that's right. I stand on the grounds and work in a building built by slaves, that's right. mm. never compensated, mm. never thanked, mm. never honored. That's right. I go to the White House, mm. built by slaves. America, you need to know that. <laughs> And so, as these brothers are here today, I want to come to be able to say, first of all, thank you. Hope that you will join uh, women next week. We are all together. That's right. That's right. But as I make my remarks, I cannot help but look to a place where people apparently have not walked a mile in our shoes. Mm. Why is that? Mm. Why is it that we are expected as Americans, a country we love, but we must walk a mile in the shoes of those we do not know? Mm. And we must understand them and we must support and we rise to the occasion. Color of Change agenda is not a singular agenda. NAACP is not a singular agenda. 100 black men help children of all backgrounds. But yet, no one walks in our shoes. Mm. Yeah. Talk about it. Mm. I'm here today to be able to say that in our meeting last night of men and women, Chairman Hakeem Jeffries, the Honorable Hank Johnson, along with Congresswoman Williams and Bush uh, and Sewell and others, and of course the round table, we committed that the agitation is not going to stop. Mm. We're going to go day after day after day after day after day. And the reason is because we are embodied with the Constitution. Tell them, tell them. Come on. It may not have worked for us. It may not be working now. Mm. But I'm going to carry this little piece of paper. I'm oh, going to carry, of course, the book itself. But forgive me, Brother Albright, I just have to say. Thirteenth oh, right. Amendment said I was free and I still suffer. Fourteenth mm. right. Amendment gave me due process and property rights and I could not find my mm. property. Mm. Never was given, as H.R. 40 has indicated, any form of recognition, compensation, mm. yeah. acknowledgement. Right. Don't strap us with checks for H.R. 40. Strap us with the nation for once acknowledging the evil and the sin of slavery That's and right. moving forward That's as right. to how That's to right. deal with That's it. Right. That's right. That's right. I do not cover my head with a bag because if I am helped, white people are helped. Latinx are helped. Asians are helped. Because I am a humanitarian, I believe in all people. LGBTQ community is helped. And the descendants of enslaved Africans are helped. But as I read this, as I go to my seat, as they say, I may not have the scriptures, but I will say this, as the Reverend has said, there are no weapons formed against me. That's right. And I have been raised by that by my grandmother and my parents. And that is why these brothers stand today.
Because if you had to count the weapons, you would wonder why are you still standing. Ah, why are you here? Mm. No weapons formed no against way. us mm. will prosper. That's right. right. But the 15th Amendment said the rights of citizens of the United States to vote shall not be denied or abridged. That's right. By the United States or by any state on account of race, color, or previous condition of servitude. I did not write that. I was That's not right. Come on. a constitutional writer. That's right. I did not have that privilege. Mm. And my descendants, my ancestors rather, did not have that privilege. Mm. And it said the Congress had the power to enforce this article by appropriate legislation. Come on now. Here right now. Why are we stuck here right now? Here Come on. Come on. So the message to those who are being obstacles, obstructionists, delayers, dilettantes, all of those is to get to work. Mm. To walk a mile in my shoes. That's right. And to be able to pass immediately for the suffering of my Texas brothers and sisters. They are suffering. They are subjected to the power of someone who will abuse power mm -hmm. and it seek to arrest them. Mm -hmm. I would offer to say that that arrest will probably not stand because mm -hmm. so many of us will be using our law license even as members of Congress That's right. mm -hmm. to discern that they have been wrongly held and That's out right. they come. That's right. That's right. Try That's to right. do it. That's Try right. to do it. We will converge on their lawyers will come from all over the nation. I call you mm -hmm. to right. come from all over the nation of all hues, colors, and creeds yeah. to be able to defend these brothers yeah. uh, and sisters because they will not go to jail one day. That's right. One day. So I say as I close that we have the law on our side. The Hank Johnson's on the Constitutional Subcommittee. We are writing HR 40. Yeah, no, right. we are the right. right. We're writing. Right. Preparation now. Uh, we have HR 40 that is ready to go. Yep. But S1H1, all it needs is a singular act of courage right. and lifting of the Constitution That's right. to be able to acknowledge to all who want to read it that the law is now being broken because you're not protecting uh, the rights of those who are being discriminated against because of race, mm -hmm. color, mm -hmm. or previous condition of servitude. Right. Right. How loud do I have to speak? How right. often right. do I have to talk? Mm. How long? And where do I have to go to tell that story? Mm. Right. Whatever it takes, right. we will be there as nonviolent perpetrators of truth. Civil disobedient persons we are. And I leave you in the name of the late John Lewis, who said, carry on. Carry on. Carry on. Carry on. I will. Carry on. Carry on. Give it up for Representative Sheila Jackson Lee. When I say black voters, you say matter. Black voters. Matter. Black voters. Matter. When I say love, you say power. Love. Power. Love. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. Please remember to listen, like, and wherever you get your podcasts, please give the show a five-star rating. And please do spread the word. Let's all continue to pray for each other during this pandemic and this police-demic. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.